Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis and Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moores, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mo with an attitude. And by High V. The world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. You're listening to 610 Sports Radio from the Max Motor Studios. Hey, this is Chiefs Radio Network sideline reporter and host of Fesco in the Morning, Josh Klingler. If you want to hear more from the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, tune in with us every Friday morning at 7.30 and every Monday at 4 o'clock on The Drive. The Drive also exclusively talks to Patrick Mahomes each and every Monday at 3.10. On your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now, let's get you into the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by the Here Kansas is the Lottery. voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Yeah, good evening. Good evening. And we are at the Wahlburgers inside of Hy-Vee at 135th Street in Overland Park. We'll wedge you in here. We have a sellout crowd, and we got a crowd that's red and real and rowdy. It is time to bounce back. This is our fight back, bounce back, get a do-over edition of the Chiefs Kingdom show. This score just in, I'm not even going to say it, okay? Because we got 96 hours basically to get ready to get a do-over. You rarely get a do-over in the NFL, but we get a do-over because if we win this week against the, oh, it's the Cincinnati Bengals, then we will win the West for an eighth consecutive time. So let's do this. Uh, actually, uh, a couple of things, and it's our try again night edition. We got an awesome crowd here tonight. The geeks are here. I mean, Snowstorm Sandy, uh, Susie Bling Bling, all the way Kent the Cake Packer, Autograph Geek, uh, Cindy Lou Who, Yellow Froman. This is his home high V. In fact, he works here. That's awesome. Weird Wolf is here. Caveman Bob, best man cave in the Chiefs Kingdom, right? And our favorite meteorologist is back. She's back at KQ2 tonight. Yeah, that's it. So KQ2 in St. Joe. Mary's here from Stafford. Also, the Red Coders are here in full force. Love it. So, so many awesome veterans here. And we are joined uh, in FaceTime by our crew in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. So a big shout out to all of them. Yep. 
And they got the big hammer going. Get ready. We're going to get ready to put the hammer down. Uh, also, uh, some special folks here tonight. The best piano teacher in the Chiefs Kingdom is here tonight. That's right. Jan Hoyer-Holtis, wife of uh, brother Lyle Fatbrain Toys. So if you want a piano lesson after the show, we'll have it set up for you here. We'll bring in a baby grand piano. They got one here at Hy-Vee uh, in the back. We'll just roll it out here and let you rip. Also here tonight, what a blessing. Well, first of all, there's a gal wearing a 14 jersey back there. I'm trying to get to go out with me after the show. That's a whole other matter. But the 91-year-old dad is here. Yeah. So anyway, it's awesome to have you here tonight. A couple notables. Travis Kelsey got his 900th catch of his career in that game uh, yesterday. He is the fastest tight end to get to that mark by 28 games. Jason Witten was the next closest. And the only other guys on that list with 900 catches in their career uh, are all wide receivers. So it just tells you about Kelsey's career. And then Rashi Rice, 74 catches uh, for Rice. That's an all-time Kansas City Chiefs rookie record. Okay? And seven touchdowns for him. But it's a short week. We got we to gotta get this ready to go because here come the Bengals. Right? We all know about the Bengals. Last year, AFC Championship game. Remember the mayor? Right? Those words still ring in my ears. We, we, so, remember the year before. Hmm. And we played these guys a lot. We played them three times in the regular season since Patrick became QB1 and twice in the regular season. You're going to see me and, and Matt this week do a bunch of shows on the offensive line because we have got to be good there this week against the Bengals. In fact, they've sacked Patrick 11 times uh, in those five games. And they've got a really good player in Trey Hendrickson. So we've got to be up on our A game against the Bengals. Um, a reminder here at Hy-Vee, score big savings with Hy-Vee and the Kansas City Chiefs. Big points mean even bigger savings. Shop Hy-Vee the day after a game tonight. A lot of you go after the show here and do your shopping here at Hy-Vee at 135th Street. You get a fuel saver discount equal to the Chiefs score. Okay, 14. It all, it all helps. I'm just telling you. Chiefs score 14 points. You get 14 cents a gallon with any $42 purchase. I'm saying we get 42 points this week against the Bengals. I'm just telling you, here come the Bengals. And it is time for the We have Thor's hammer here tonight. This isn't any hammer. We flew this in. As uh, my brother, of course, runs Fat Brain Toys just up the street, actually, on 135th Street in OP, called to his connections and said, we need Thor's hammer uh, helicoptered in here for the Bengals game this week for our do-over win the division game. So, Kingdom, join me here. It is time to put the hammer down, baby, and is it ever. We'll be joined, because I love it when we make the Chiefs Kingdom show Canton, Ohio, and we bring in one of our gold jackets uh, to be here, and Willie Lanier, Pro Football Hall of Fame linebacker Willie Lanier, who has an incredible story uh, in what he was able to do as a player and what he's done since then uh, as a civic leader in the state of Virginia and the city of Richmond, uh, is always awesome to have on the show particularly tonight, because we also remember uh, one of the Chiefs we recently lost. And we have a couple guys here tonight that were over at the uh, visitation for Ed Buddy. Ed Buddy was a phenomenal football player, ahead of his time, and could still play today. His blend of size and agility and intelligence and durability uh, was really unparalleled in many ways during his time in 14 seasons, all with the Kansas City Chiefs.
He's in the Chiefs Hall of Fame. He should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And we'll talk about it with Willie. But Ed Buddy made the key block that nobody talks about. We love to talk about 65 toss power trap, the play that really kind of bounced the Super Bowl four championship open. Ed Buddy, if Ed Buddy does not make his play side block at left guard, there is no 65 toss power trap because the trapping alignment would get pushed back into the backfield, much like what happened yesterday in our play at the 13-yard line. It would look kind of like that. But instead, Ed Buddy, who was in just fantastic, makes not only one block but two blocks that led to the touchdown. It's really one of the more underrated plays in Chiefs in professional football history. But that's Ed Buddy who even after his playing career decided to stay here, a lot of you knew him in commerce as a businessman, benevolent. He helped found the Kansas City Ambassadors. So Ed's memorial service is tomorrow. His visitation was tonight. But we do take time on this show this evening to remember one of the greats in pro football history, not just Kansas City Chiefs history, in number 71, Ed Buddy. So we'll give him a cheer, right? And Ed's career and his life was huge. All right, we're going to hear from Coach Reed in just a bit. Once Willie gets here, there's a couple. Remember, Shotgun Jackson is here tonight, who's uh, helping us out with the show. And Steve Sandman Sanders, the Chiefs photographer, the Chief Chiefs photographer. He's the number one guy. Uh, is here tonight to get your or get your photos uh, with Willie. So we'll hear from Coach, then we'll have Willie Lanier, and we'll be back with more. We're again at the 135th Street location of Hy-Vee and the Wahlburgers uh, here in Hy-Vee. We'll be back with more on our Chiefs Kingdom show. Get ready to beat the Bengals. We'll be back here on, after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. As the Chiefs go with three tight ends. And a shotgun. They roll it to the right side. Mahomes pump faking. Now fires it late for the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Kansas City! Travis Kelsey from Patrick Mahomes! And the Chiefs lead 12-3. And now Mahomes to Kelsey in the postseason for the 13th time. That's second in National Football League history to only Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Welcome back. That moment. And we got some more folks coming in. We'll welcome you in here. Again, we're at 135th Street at the Hy-Vee, uh, at the Wahlburgers located inside the Hy-Vee here as we get ready for the Bengals game this week. And a do-over. We win this week. We win the West for an eighth consecutive time. That would be second NFL history in division dominance and break the 15-15-15-15 tie uh, of the division teams. Uh, all have won 15 division titles. So we get a do-over. We're going to do it again. Um, and very shortly, we're going to have Willie Lanier come in here. He was over at uh, Ed Buddy's visitation. Uh, so uh, we'll have Willie to come in here in just a little bit, and we'll line up for those here that are live for your photo. But uh, before we do that, Dan Israel, as you know, our executive producer, was able to chase down. It's a short week again. Um, the, the Bengals get more time, just like the last four opponents, and we got shorter time, but that's okay. We've got to figure this out. But that means Andy Reid is on a full tilt sprint and going without sleep again. But Dan did catch up with Andy to get these comments. Thank you very much, Mitch. Coach, a very odd game yesterday. You don't typically lose a game where your defense holds the opponent to just uh, six points. Yeah, no, listen, they get, they got after us uh, defensively. And, um, you know, we I've got to make sure I'm putting the guys in the right position to 
make plays and I didn't, you know, I didn't do a very good job there. So um, I'll take responsibility for this. I mean, that's uh, that should never happen uh, to our football team. And uh, absolutely starts right here. It seemed like they were really using that wide nine technique, just playing so fast to the ball. Yeah, listen, they did a good job. I mean, uh, things, you know, things happen like that. I mean, you know, you, you, the yardage gets brushed aside because of the things that happen there. But, you know, we had, we had the yards. We just got to score touchdowns and, and hang on the ball. And, you know, again, that comes down to me putting the guys in that, that position to be successful as we go. And, um, you know, that's – uh, that's not what happened, and you know we're we're working on a short week here, so we got to got to get through this and over uh, pretty quick. You were trailing by a field goal midway through the second quarter when you did just that. You put the guys in a position to score. The Chiefs have Mahomes wide. They're going to run a wildcat formation here in a direct snap. They're going to bring it. They fake it on a pitch to Mahomes. Here comes Pacheco inside the ten, inside the five. Touchdown, Kansas City. A wildcat direct snap to Pacheco who faked a toss coming around left to right to Mahomes. Pacheco keeps it and tastes the sweet nectar. Eggnog in the end zone, a 12-yard touchdown run by Pacheco. A gutsy call to get Pacheco into the end zone, but unfortunately, this game ultimately came down to just 14 seconds. Within that 14 seconds, two critical back-to-back mistakes. First, this one. Now the Chiefs have to figure out to go 87 yards against this tough Raider defense as the Chiefs now shift over. They're in a Wildcat set again. And now a drop by Mahomes, and the Raiders will pick up the football and get a touchdown. After the Chiefs did the same thing as Bilal Nichols, who used to play for Matt Nagy in Chicago, the Chiefs just ran a touchdown where they had a direct snap to Pacheco, who faked it to Mahomes. This time he wanted to hand it off to Mahomes, but it was not clean, and Bilal Nichols picks it up, and it's a Raiders touchdown. Did something unexpected happen on that play? Yeah, he was getting it back. We just, we, they had penetration on it, so Pacheco was trying to protect the ball there. The best he could, and then it got knocked out. <laughs> well, then on the ensuing possession, another critical mistake. Chaser three by one. And on first down, a short roll. Right sideline throws intercepted. Picked off on the far side. This is going to be a pick six for the Raiders by Jack Jones. The Raiders are going to get two defensive scores in the matter of just seconds. It was a sprint out action. They tried to go to the far side to Justin Watson. And this is what the Raiders did to the Chargers last week. But a scoop and score by Bilal Nichols and now a pick six by Jack Jones. And the Raiders all of a sudden go up 15-7. to seven. It felt like the Raiders have really embraced their new head coach's toughness. They were just so physical. The toughness was there. Um, it was just a couple mistakes here and there. And we, you know, we would have been okay. But give them credit. They, they played better than we did. It almost felt like you were trying various counters, but it just seemed like there were no answers. Yeah, listen, they, they did a good job with all their rush stuff. They st- it started early. I mean, they, they um, even against the runs, they, were, they, had, they had penetration. So, uh, again, w- we've got stuff in our offense that I can give the guys where, you know, that, that didn't take place. And so I've got to make sure that's in there and going. Is that a schematic issue or, or installation? Yeah, we just, we we're just off the tick and, Again, that's my responsibility to make sure I give them the right stuff to, to work with in the run game and the pass game. So, um, you know, that's what's got to take place. Well, there were some bright moments. Richie James was one of those. Second and six. Kansas City has the ball at their own 46. 
Mahomes retreating on the near hash. Turns right, wide open, 35-yard line at the 30. Richie James Jr., 25-20, gets a downfield block. He's down inside the 10 and gang tackle at the 9. The biggest play of the game for the Chiefs. 45 yards to Richie James Jr. How about the play of James? He did. He did uh, some nice things. Good in return game, good in the pass game. So that was a positive. Also several big plays by Justin Watson, including this 11-yard pass. Third down and three, Chiefs. 56 seconds left to go, second quarter. Mahomes retreating, ripping the ball in his right hand, trying to keep the play alive. Spinning around, now moving left. Now he's going to throw it late. Caught by Watson! First down at the 22 of the 23 of the Raiders. A gain of nine yards just before he would cross the line of scrimmage. Mahomes gets rid of the ball in a first down. Happy with the play of Justin Watson yesterday? Yep, he has, he has some good plays too. Yep. But we also have to mention your rookie who set a record yesterday. Chiefs were up four, now they're down ten. Quick pass, Rice, near side, foot in the ground, angles 30. And Rice pushed out of bounds at the 34-yard line. And Rashi Rice now has set a Kansas City Chiefs rookie record with his 71st catch of the year in his initial year in the NFL and gaining nine on the quick toss near side. And then there was your punter, Tommy Townsend. He threw a dart on this fake punt. DeAndre Carter standing at his own 10. Townsend had one punt. And now the Chiefs are going to fake a punt to the near side. And it's caught by Watson. Is it a catch? It is a catch as he gets the ball inbounds barely at the Raider 41-yard line. A fake punt of 11 yards. Tommy Townsend to Justin Watson. How about Tommy? Yeah, no, listen, he does a, he, he's got a good arm, and he's done that before, and uh, we needed it right there. Um, we need to capitalize on it. Finally, Coach, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, back-to-back weeks, he's made the most of his opportunities. Second and 17, Chiefs. 11-18 to go in the game, 20-7 Raiders on two defensive touchdowns. Mahomes stays in the pocket, screen pass left. Edwards-Hilaire stumbles at the 39, breaks a tackle, 35-30, 25-20. up the near sideline and forced out of bounds at the Raider eight-yard line. Make it the nine. Trayvon Mooring saves a touchdown. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, a catch and breaking tackles on a screen for 32 yards. Yeah, no, he did. He did a real nice job uh, when, when given the chance in there. So, um, got some nice, nice carries and nice touches, period. So he's playing good football. I mentioned the Chiefs' defense a little earlier. Your thoughts on their performance? Uh, the defense did a, did a nice job. I mean, really uh, giving up, what, six points and then uh, uh, the quick turnaround on things and, um, you know, field position, all those things that were, they had to bear down on. I thought they did a good job with it. For the Raiders, their defense held Travis Kelsey to just 44 yards. He seemed a bit frustrated on the sideline. Yeah, listen, I mean, um, he went back in and did a did a nice job. So things happen. Emotional game. I, you know, I was emotional, and sometimes my red hair gets to me a little bit. Um, and so that, but it all works out. Anytime it's a physical game, seems like there's always guys banged up. How about injuries? Pacheco has a concussion, and then uh, Trey Smith, his left calf, was hurt. So... We'll just see how that how that goes. Coach, I know this one left you, your locker room, even fans disappointed. A W is always more fun to unwrap, but uh, always appreciate your willingness to talk as well as your work ethic each and every week. The only way this team has an opportunity to achieve an eighth straight division title is the last seven years of groundwork that you guys have laid. Thanks so much for your time tonight. And, of course, again, Merry Christmas to you and Tammy and your entire family. I appreciate you, Dan. Merry Christmas to you and our fans. Uh, appreciate their support out there. and. 
uh, we'll do better. I have no doubt. Mitch, Big Red already drawing stuff up for Cincinnati next Sunday. Yeah, he's working as we speak. Again, we're back here at the High V at 135th Street in Overland Park, very near Blue Valley District Stadium. Blue Valley Northwest High School, easy to find, just up the street from Fat Brain Toys, man. That's where we're at. Uh, so anyway, um, we're hoping that Willie Lanier will come here tonight. Uh, but he was at the visitation uh, for Ed Buddy. Uh, but Coach, you know, trust, tr- I trust in Coach. 11 years, 11 winning seasons for us. And so one game, you can see uh, certain things, you get, easy to get discouraged. But honestly, there is not a human being on the planet that I would trust more to get it figured out to try to beat the Cincinnati Bengals than Big Red. And that's where he is working feverishly right now to try to get something figured out uh, to beat Cincinnati. And again, if we beat Cincinnati, we will win the AFC West for an eighth consecutive time. So we push on, much like we've done here many times on the Kingdom Show. This has not always been unicorns, candy canes, and, you know, snow cones. Uh, And we have enjoyed Super Bowl championships and gone crazy on this show and parades. Uh, But we've also gone through some very challenging times. And people who have been here uh, for all of the run, and those of you who have been here for most of the run, know that if you're going to be in the National Football League as a fan, as a player, as a coach, or as the play-by-play guy, and you do it for any length of time, you're going to be involved in all of that. And you try to handle it no matter the circumstances. And that's why all of us have 96 hours to get ready to lock our jaw and beat the Bengals and try to win the West. We come back, we'll check in and even talk some more about Ed Buddy. Again, hopefully Willie Lanier will be here soon. If not, we'll bring Sandman in here and talk photography uh, or do something. Anyway, we might have Jan Hoyer-Holtis on talking about uh, piano lessons. Uh, so... Anyway, we'll be back with more uh, from our Chiefs Kingdom show here at Hy-Vee and 135th Street in Overland Park after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom show presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Chiefs have Kelsey walking out as a flanker to the left side. Cincy with six men up on the line of scrimmage. Fake a delayed blitz. Mahomes will fire it late for the end zone. Caught! Marquez Valdez-Scantling on his backside. Touchdown, Kansas City. Marquez Valdez-Scantling on a 19-yard reception on third down and 10 at 4.15 to go third quarter. Welcome back to our Chiefs Kingdom show. Getting ready for the showdown against the Cincinnati Bengals. Our highlights tonight, thanks to Steven Spector, uh, the program director uh, and like head cook and bottle washer uh, at our flagship station, 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City and the uh, Chiefs Radio Network, putting those highlights together. That was Marquez Valdez-Scantling's best game as a Chief. Remember, he had 116 yards receiving and that touchdown when we went down on his butt. But if you're going to go down on your butt, go down on your butt in the end zone with the ball. That's a good thing. And so we were down to no healthy receivers uh, in that game about one, and that was Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and then Sky Moore got the punt return later as we were able to win the AFC championship against the Cincinnati Bengals uh, and on our way then to uh, Super Bowl 57 and the victory over the Eagles in the desert in Arizona. Again, Willie Lanier is going to join us here very shortly, but it also gives us a chance. Again, if you follow us on the Chiefs app, 
We have a feature, Matt McMullen and I do, called, well, we have a podcast called Defending the Kingdom. A lot of you follow that. Yeah, it's fun. And then we do another feature called Kingdom Conversations, brought to you by Hy-Vee, the official grocery partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. But we focus this week on something called o, uh, Offensive Line Masterminds, and that is a university, basically, for offensive linemen. It is the most over um, undervalued position in all of football at any levels. You've probably heard me say it. I'll say it another hundred times. Show me a good football team with a bad offensive line. And if you find one, let me know, because it'll be the first one, okay? And when you look at the career of Ed Buddy and that offensive line that they had to go to two Super Bowls in Ed's career, but Ed, much like our greatest offensive linemen in history, the Will Shields types in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and the guys that we have now, Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith are actually instructors at Offensive Line Masterminds. It was sta started uh, by a guy named Duke Manyweather, and they have it, and high school kids go there, college kids go there. It's never been tougher to play offensive line in the National Football League. Some of you appreciate high school wrestling or college wrestling. If you watch it, you know how intricate it is. Footwork, hand placement, leverage, and the, just the most narrow slip can lead to disaster and a pin in wrestling or Mahomes getting sacked in this case. And remember, the Bengals have sacked Mahomes in three regular season games and two playoff games 11 times. And they have Trey Hendrickson, who is second in the National Football League in sacks. And in sack yardage, only Khalil Mack has more uh, than... Mr. Hendrickson, who I've always respected. He's the most underrated uh, edge rusher in the National Football League. But while we're talking about the offensive line, and I think they are the catalyst for victory, we also remember Ed Buddy. And Ed Buddy was way ahead of his time. We talk about how inventive uh, Hank Stram was. Couldn't have done it with a guy like Ed Buddy who could move and pull. And we're going to bring in Willie Lanier. You're in, buddy. 63's in. <clears throat> We're suiting you up. So, Willie Lanier joining us now. Let's just do this. Mary, I'll let you get our shotgun, get his headset on. Let's just put it this way. Our guest tonight, an 11-year career in pro football, eight-time pro bowler, the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year in 1972. Was put into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio in 1986. 18 fumble recoveries, 27 interceptions, a couple of pick sixes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Pro Football Hall of Fame linebacker Willie Lanier. <laughs> and a standing ovation for number 63. So awesome to have you here. And I know you've been at Ed's visitation. Yes, sir. I'll see you tomorrow at his service. Um, and we'll get into that in just a second. But it's terrific to have you here. And uh, it, this is just a remarkable young man, not only in his football career, but what he's done to left at a huge impact, huge impact uh, in Richmond, Virginia, the state of Virginia, and, of course, with our football franchise. But how are you doing, my friend? I know it's been difficult with the loss of Ed. It really has been because the reality is that all of us are heading in a particular direction. And as much joy as we have wherever we are at that moment, uh, we will continue to have loss. And that loss prepares us for where we're heading. And the reality is always challenging 
But if we were to look at it from a sports standpoint, there's a point in time that everybody retires or stops playing or are not able to enjoy their moment. But the moment, as I have just left the viewing of Ed Buddy, and to see his lineage, which is very interesting, because all of us are heading in the same direction. And we come to appreciate clearly what that truly means. Many times we try to push it back, but it's here upon all of us. I'm 78 years of age. I used to play that sport, be on that television, be at that stadium, wherever it was, as all of us did. But we also know when you take a deep breath <clears throat> and realize and accept the reality that God has to take you home. And in that moment, you have to realize what might you say. So as we recognize Ed, as I was just at the funeral home uh, this afternoon, coming here now, and tomorrow I will have comments as it relates to Ed, his family, his friends, and all that are in a view of who he was, what he meant to himself, his family, and others. So all of us are constantly preparing for our going home. And we want to have the joy of whatever moment we are involved with at that moment, but it's still the reality. So tomorrow, as I will look at certain scripture, as I already started today, preparing the mind to say, what do you say? Now about a man who has his family, his life, his lineage, but he's gone home to glory. And as all of us are preparing to do the same thing, your references as I was at the funeral home on Holmes, and that's where I just came from to come here. And as I was sitting out in the parking lot talking to a friend of mine, as we were talking, I was saying to him that the reality of where I am at that moment and where Ed has already gone there are words I'm going to have to bring forth, and I've already gone through the Bible a number of times, and wherever I come to in a page that's written, I look at that and say, okay, tomorrow I would have gone one, two, three, whichever, and then boom. <laughs> and that will be what comes forth for me. And that doesn't mean I'm the most perfect person to ever sit here, but what it does mean is that in the last, mm, I would say, three and a half years, I've been spending more time with people about the Bible. Now, it took a little while to get here, all right? So with that being said, the whole idea is to make sure you're there before it's time. So, so with that being said, there are a couple of friends of mine, Mary Bunker. Mary, would you stand? And Mary Bunker is a great football fan. She enjoys the game much more than I can ever imagine anyone enjoying a sport, all right? <laughs> But she's a working-class human being, works at a couple of re retail store establishments. One of them is owned by her sister, and she was on a plane that went to Frankfurt, Germany, mm -hmm. and was there because she chose to, and has energy that is unbounding, and I think she's not quite, eh. well, What that just meant is that those of us who even played the sport People felt the same way about us. They would pat us <laughs> on the back, and they would smile for you, and then they'd whisper with slow to themselves, something must be wrong with them. Because, <laughs> and if you don't think they said that, think about it yourself. 
and watch how you watch some of those games and watch how you saw the slamming into one another. And then you heard him expound again at a great <laughs> level of discussion about who just did that. And I'm sure at certain times he had to go, well, damn, did that really happen? Because what occurs is that it's young men mostly who are engaged in a moment of time that they hope will carry them. It's not about making enough to go forward completely in your future. You're trying to do something where somebody calls it to win. And you have convinced other men, and women do the same thing in other sports, that this thing called winning has an enormous mental moment. And that's all, because money is money, it's fungible, people spend it. I don't care how much the number it looks like, it doesn't surmount what it means for you to get the opportunity to win. And you can only win at that moment. You can't buy it to, for the future, you can't bank it. No, it's only at that moment. And regardless of how many people tell you how good you are, what happens is that there are some others of us who are even better. <laughs> and now this is what I'm going to share and make a point. Patrick and his guys are good. But they won the last Super Bowl and they gave up 35 points. This is not about me. This is about the reality of the numbers, all right? We had a team that had 11 defensive players, and eight of them were African-American back in 1970. So as bad as stuff looks like coming forward from there, 1970, we had eight black men on that team. Five of them ended up in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We gave three teams 20 points. Nothing against the guys who gave up 35 last year to win the Super Bowl. You weren't going to win nothing if you gave up 35 points to somebody. That was not going to ever happen. And you couldn't pat anybody on the back. I'm going to pat you on the back. And we gave up 35 points. We can say, God, thank you very much. Because we didn't do nothing to deserve it. The prophet is here. Uh, Willie Lanier. It's number 63. You came to the right place if you're looking for people that are a little, like, kind of crazy. You came to the right spot, uh, including myself. But... You know how this works. I do. You and Ed Buddy could do the same thing, even though you're opposite sides of the ball. We brought Thor's hammer here tonight because we got to rally to beat the Bengals. It's time to put the hammer down, baby. Yes. 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 Thor's hammer. <laughs> you like that, huh? <laughs> I don't know if Shotgun likes it or Engineer, but that's okay. Uh, and... You bring up something that's really, uh, I think it's an undertold story. Because I was looking back at the Super Bowl four team today. There were 15 members of that team that were part of what's considered now HBCU schools. Wow. It's phenomenal. 15. There's only wow. how many? 40 on the team then? 40 on the team. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yes, sir. And I'm talking Alabama we A&M. We're going grambling, obviously. The guys you know and the guys you don't wow. know. It was the Chiefs have always been a team of opportunity, no matter where you went to school, no matter the wow. color of your skin. And I want to ask you this before we go to wow. break, because you, you, my friend, were the first middle linebacker in a man, a, a African-American man that was a middle linebacker and you became a world champion because at the time there was a stigma that you couldn't play middle linebacker. <laughs> yeah. And you went to Morgan State, folks, yes, Morgan State, the Fighting yeah, Bears. Yeah. You played for Papa Bear Spurkle or whatever. Papa Bear Banks, Banks was your coach. Earl Banks, yeah. yeah. Okay, so 
the fact that you and that team, I think it's an undertold story. We're going to dive into this more because these weren't guys that came from Alabama U or Texas. Or Grambling or Bethune Cookman or names that you've never heard of. Bishop but College. They, but they populated this thing that the NFL became and was shifting toward. See, race in America was, as you know, as segregated as anything could be everywhere you were. And with that being the case, sport was no different. So the National Football League, from 1935 to 1946, the owners of the National Football League, whoever those teams were, came together and agreed not to sign African-American people. If you're black, no, you can't play here. We don't care who you are, all right? So that was in 35 to 46. I was born in 1945. So at the time I was born, being black, that would have been a no, you ain't wanted sign. Because mm -hmm. that's what it was, all right? So I ended up going to Morgan State College. I have a business degree, and that's what I had gone to school for. I did not go to school to play some stupid game called football <laughs> where other people get paid a whole lot of money, and I was supposed to buy their BS, all right? I'm saying it like that because that's what happened. And I'll share with you some reality that you saw a young man last year playing for the Buffalo Bills, heart compression on his chest, Jamal Hamlin. Mm -hmm. And I was attempting to reach him when they played Buffalo a week ago because I wanted to share with him that the team physician for the Kansas City Chiefs told me 10 years later he lost my pulse three times. Wow. And there aren't that many of us who can say that and still be alive. So what happens is that I'm tackling improperly with my head because mm. you were taught to tackle with the, this is the, 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 the width of the body to the hips to the shoulder. And you were supposed to stick your head between the numbers because the numbers didn't move, right? But your brain was going to get impacts mm -hmm. that is causing your head to move constantly with the impact. So the same way you've seen car accidents where the car does not look damaged, and it would be said someone died in that car. Mm -hmm. And the reason that would occur is that your brain inside your head is still moving at the same speed as the vehicle. So when the vehicle stops, your body is thrown forward and your brain has to accelerate and decelerate to stop. Mm -hmm. Now, if it does that, there's a moment that it might slightly tear a blood vessel inside your head. Doing that in your, in your tackling, the same thing would happen. So we were playing San Diego the first year I'm in the league. Uh, ninth game, rookie year. We would play a 3-4 defense, what we call, so that meant I would line up over the offensive guard. And just like if Ed were coming out to block me, since Ed would have been too tall, but it was, let's say it was a shorter guy. Well, then I decide, since I'm athletic, I'll just dive over him. But in doing that, I catch the running back's knee and it hits me in the forehead and causes my head to move quickly back. That didn't harm me. The brain is inside my skull. It moved. I didn't know that. So what occurred was that I came back to Kansas City. I was good all week. Things were well at home. Went to sleep, woke up, whatever. And the next week we are playing, uh, we are playing Houston here in, in, uh, in Kansas City and I'm calling the defense and I collapse. Mm. When I wake up in the hospital, still with a uniform on, the first thing I asked the doctor, how long was I out? He said, two hours. Mm. 
Well, if you, if you were okay when you drove over here and you collapse and fall out of that chair, someone takes you to the hospital and they tell you you had been out for two hours, something is happening, your body's trying to die. That's what's happening because the, the blow had caused a slight tear of a blood vessel. So with the slight tear of the blood vessel, a, a, a physician for the team told me that if the double vision occurred during a game to tackle the clearer image. Hmm. Imagine your child telling you where they work and someone who works for them tells you to tackle the clearer image. I mean, so all of that is a part of how I will share some of this reality of, of sport, of business, of how it all comes together and how people who cheer sometimes need to take a little bit deeper look and say, what risk are those men really under? How can we allow certain things from a societal standpoint? Because we will tell ourselves we enjoy watching someone potentially die. Mm. Now, if that is how you think, something's wrong with you. Because it is, especially when you're not the one doing it. And if you think it's fun, you've lost your mind because it is not. You attempt to acknowledge God's grace in everything that happens. And even from a standpoint of traveling the world, being on planes all over the world, all of that is a part of this whole reality. Willie Lanier is with us tonight, Pro Football Hall of Fame linebacker. We'll be back with more from Willie after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Welcome back, everybody. We're at the IV. Actually, the Wahlburgers inside Hy-Vee at 135th Street in Overland Park. Or it's Canton, Ohio tonight. We have Pro Football Hall of Famer Willie Lanier with us. Uh, we're just talking about the guys in getting ready to try to rebound and play this game and win this game against the Bengals. And you said the attitude of the mind, the mindset is huge for these guys this week. The, the, the mind that people don't grasp is that if I were playing today, 75 plays per game. So there is a, from the whistle to the whistle is about three and a half to four seconds. So if I have 75 plays per game, I must be efficient in that four second window. And I can have very little error. Mine is basically zero. So if you are my free safety, Johnny Robinson, if we watch films on Tuesday, I tell you, Johnny, when we watch the films where we have 11 men playing defense, I can never see you in the film. Because if I see you in the film, I'm going to whip you behind. <laughs> and, and, and I would use other words if that were the case. Because, and I was serious, too. Because the same way you all saw in 2019, you all saw D. Ford say that he lined up offside, all right? And they said he lined up offside. I don't know, but I'm sure he did, all right? So what happened is that I had been told that day that I was going to present the Lamar Hunt Trophy to the winner of that game. Mm. So I had prepared myself. I left the suite. As soon as they, yay, okay, and I went to get my coat to go to the elevator. When I came back around with a pivot, it was quiet as a church mouse and eating no cotton. I mean, what, what? And I asked the question, what happened? They said that was a penalty. A penalty for what? He was offside. I said, I didn't see anybody move. They said he lined up offside. He did what? Because I was captain for 10 years. Every third down play, I would tell all the players, we never give up the possession of the ball, which is going to change hands. Never. 
And if you do, I'm going to tell the coach to get rid of your behind because I won't play with you anymore. Never. No, no, never because it's too critical. There's too few opportunities to capture the moment. And they took 50 years from the time that we won. I was 24 years old. 50 years. I'm 71, 72 years old. How in the heck can you convince somebody that I should be paying people all of those years for what? And I don't get this thing? Oh, blank, 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 blank. All right, so I'll just let, so I just want to introduce Jerry Baker, yeah. a gentleman I know, and we do some work together, and uh, he uh, has a lot of business uh, skills. So. We're going to let you go, and you're going to get some pictures with our fans here. But before we do, it's time. We've got to beat the Bengals this week, Willie. We need all that number 63. It is time, Willie, to put the hammer down. Ladies and gentlemen, Pro Football Hall of Fame linebacker Willie Lanier will be back to wrap things up. After this, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Got to squib kick it, forced him to have multiple laterals. And then stay in your lane. There is the squib. It bounced in front of the receiver. Clock now. They're going to throw it across the formation, and it is caught over there now, slipping, and the Chiefs will tackle him. This game is over. This game is over. You can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs as the AFC champions. And for the third time in four years, the Lamar Hunt Trophy, the trophy named after this franchise's founder, is back in Kansas City where it belongs. What a gutsy victory. Grab a bucket of guts. The Chiefs are going to end the season where they began the season in Glendale, Arizona and Super Bowl 57. Yep, we're back at the Hy-Vee, 135th Street in Overland Park. And this is a week to grab a bucket of guts because that's what it's going to take to try to get that 10th victory and an AFC West title. Special thanks to Willie Lanier for being our guest tonight. He and I will both be uh, part of the service tomorrow. Uh, for the remembrance of Ed Buddy and the incredible life that Ed had in his career as a Kansas City Chief. We need some takeaways in this game, but you can get a takeaway every day at Hy-Vee. The Zarda Casey Takeaway Sandwich is the my go-to game day meal uh, this season. A portion of the proceeds from the uh, Takeaway Sandwich, Legereus Sneed is behind this because the proceeds from every sandwich sold will benefit Big Brothers Big Sisters of Kansas City. So make sure you do that. And also, you can be registered for the big game. Yes, a couple days left. 31 December is the deadline to use your uh, Fuel Saver Plus perks card. You'll be automatically registered for a trip to the big game uh, that comes up in February that we have been in hmm, three of the last four years. But we've got work to do this week, and the work this week is to beat the Cincinnati Bengals and to try to win the game and win the AFC West. We get another shot to do it. We win or tie. A win or a tie, and we can win the AFC West. But it'll be a tall task against a Bengals team that still has playoff aspirations, even though they lost quarterback Joe Burrow. They played, Jake Browning's done an awesome job for them as their backup, and they've got lots of talent on this team. So it'll be a challenge to beat those guys, but challenge accepted. So grab a bucket of guts. You got 96 hours to get ready uh, to beat the Bengals. Next week, hopefully, we will be celebrating on New Year's night, January 1. So get a nap. 
and come celebrate, hopefully, an AFC West championship in Raytown. We'll be in Raytown. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. And by High V. The world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show every Monday night starting at 6 from your local area high knee store. Presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. For continuing Chiefs coverage, stay tuned to 610 Sports Radio throughout the week to hear exclusively from Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Derek Johnson, Mitch Holtis, and Danon Hughes. And if you miss a show, check out the podcast page at 610sports.com on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.